everybody! Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. My name is Jameson Oxford. I am your, uh... Family Guidance Counselor. That's daddy. a good one. I like Family no, Guidance Counselor. No, just say daddy. Nah, man. I am not the father. Uh, that, this, <laughs> this is all on you people. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what this whole episode's about. We are a real play Dungeon... We are a real play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition podcast. We focus on character-driven storytelling. Uh, it means we argue way too in deep to characters that whose lives don't really matter because they don't exist. It's true. It's true. They don't mean shit. I could kill any one of them. None of this means shit to me. Do it. You suck. Not with your dice rolls. That's fair. You're a liar. Uh, <laughs> I'd be dead by now. Otherwise, <laughs> I've killed you once already, Dylan, and I'll do it again. Pussy. Speaking of which, Fisky. Boomtown. Oh, I'm Boomtown today. Fuck, you're uh, totally Boomtown. <laughs> <laughs> I accept this curse. Uh, hey, it's Randall, back once again to argue, uh, and probably find out that Bruce is indeed another person's dad, because this meme will never die. Uh, <laughs> Bruce is everyone's I, dad. I play mm-hmm. Dylan, uh, and I am very excited, and also very very fucking scared where this is about to go. And to my left. Dylan loves D&D like he loves his fictional wife. Fisky. <laughs> Wait, is this calling Dylan, back to the vore we were talking about at the beginning of the last step? <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Uh, it's his left. It's Ryan, and I play Roy, and I didn't get poop on me while I was in that hole. Oh, that's Woo! good, bud. We got him out, boys. To my left. Dylan got there in the knickers of time. Hi guys, I'm Mitch. I'm the dad on the podcast and the dad on the podcast. I you play Bruce and I may or may not have had sex with that woman. <laughs> you said dad on the podcast twice in a row. Well yeah, I'm the dad on the podcast and the dad on the podcast. Uh, he is a father both. who plays a father. <laughs> oh man. Been over this. I, I mean, I guess he could have made one of those in instead of on. I could have. Changing prepositional phrases or whatever. Uh, additionally, but. I could have said, I'm the dad in the podcast and the dad in the podcast. Fair. And to his left. <laughs> and to his I'm a good man <laughs> is Jeff. I got that, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just sick of Once again, reprising his role as the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. And as always, it's great to be here. But I'm looking around. Oh man, Denier, Denier tipped over the cake cart. <laughs> the Goliaths have been wrestling in the feast for an hour. That's how you get ants. That, this is how you get ants. This is Do how you, you get want ants? Ours. Fuck. All right. I guess this I should clean scrubs, this place guys. up. Oh. Fuck. I can't take another scrub infestation. What the scrub? So let's start cleaning this shit up. Once again, thank you, each and every one of you beautiful Hey, Randall, beautiful come souls. check out this rope over here. Hey, cool. Wait, are we about to do tavern? Ah! <laughs> no! <laughs> Fuck! That's right, we're in tavern keeping. We've got them locked up tight. No, My favorite no! new bit. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. It's okay. It's okay. Guys, I kept the gum from last time. I think we could stick them to the wall. Ooh, I love that idea. Let's do it. Do it, I'll freeze it afterward. Oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, carry forward. All right. Once again, it is great to have each and every one of you beautiful sons of guns here uh, along on this ride with us. We don't know where it's going to go. Well, maybe Jay does, but Doubt <laughs> big <it>. maybe. <laughs> I'll never tell. Stop moving. <laughs> put, the, put the gag back in. No! Ah! Anyways. 
Jeff, hurry. We can't contain him forever. Got it. I'll rush through this. Hold on. I got some tape. (laughs) We love that you're here. We love that you're with us. And we want to thank you from the bottom of our black little hearts that you wanted to spend some time with us. If you want to share more time with us or just share us, let me tell you a bunch of places and a bunch of ways. First of all, we got a Facebook. Hit him with the Facebook. Torchlight Tavern! God damn it! Get him! <laughs> Son of Wrap him up. <laughs> Man, I miss Strana. He knew all the good knots. Facebook.com slash Torchlight Tavern. Then we got a Twitter. What about the Twitter? At Torchlight Tavern. We got a website. Shit, he's website. loose! TorchlightTavern.com! Ah! God damn it! Son of a bitch! Jake, Jake, get, he's going around the table. Jake, go around the I'm going to go get the club. I swear All to right. God, if you knock over my DM screen, I'm going to fucking cut you. <laughs> I'm gonna... okay. Okay. Also, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash torture tavern. That's it. I got the club now. I think that'll cover it for today. Ah, we really need to get some change or something. Um, Something better. Anybody got a padlock? I can make some new leather manacles like I did that one time. People who support Ooh, us on Patreon, manacles. I guarantee that my money, that our Patreon they money will fun. go to better chains and locks for Randall. Uh, who had a hey. club? That was Jeff. <laughs> Wink. Welcome to the club, my, Randall. Why'd you take out my good leg, you dick? Last time. I, I mean, you know. You don't have one of those. I thought you'd like a wheelchair. Last time. Oh. On Torch the Tavern. We, uh, we had a little quake, which is like a wake. For Goliaths, but instead of awake where you do it for the dead guy, you're doing it for a live guy who knows that he's about to be dead. Because what you guys found out is that Goliaths are like elephants and just sort of know when it's their time and go off to some sort of Goliath burial ground. An elephant graveyard, if you will. Yeah, almost. Only it's a Goliath graveyard, and it's not in like a pit, it's on top of a mountain. And, it is uh, a mountain, yeah. Yeah, you guys talked to uh, some <laughs> the other... Is this like Midsummer where you go on top of the fucking mountain and you just jump off? That's not the end of the movie, but it happened and wow. it was awesome. Find out in game? <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, you you guys talked to some Goliaths. You they found just all out one day little... think they can fly. You discussed uh, briefly what Maybe might they do. be the difference between Goliaths and Giants, which they claim is not much, but it also seems to be quite a bit. What you guys... Also may have found out is that Bruce may or may not have had a son with his wife before she left Griffinport. You guys want to talk to the shaman. Uh, shaman wants to talk to the Bruce about the Eye of Magog, and you guys should probably all talk to Rius and Bruce about the fact that they look a lot alike. Bruce just wants to keep beating up old men before they die. No, you're in deliberations now. Yeah, you're in deliberation. Mm-hmm. Now you get to argue with old men before they die. Uh, or no, you get to argue die. with old men until they die. Yep. <laughs> Bruce knows he can win this one just because there's a timer on it. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you gotta go to the mountain, you dumb bitch. <laughs> there's a story about wow. that. Anyway. God damn it. There is an endgame story about that. <laughs> That's great. The longest. Right. The the Let's only go. game of stone that never ended. Yeah. yeah. Technically, it's still in deliberations at this point because the two people who were still arguing the score went to the mountain at the same time, and they were arguing, supposedly, according to legend, the entire way there. As far as we know, they're still on top of that mountain right now, arguing about the score. Tell me the God story. God damn it, I love this game. 
Tell me the story again about the game. stone that kept rolling. I can't tell if we've started playing or not. Uh, we well, started no, we're playing a long ago. Right. <laughs> no, the game ended. Yeah, you got, yeah, and you weren't playing anyway. That was for old men only. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's too young. Why are you guys looking at me insecure like that? Like he might be related or something? Of course we're related. Yeah. We're from the same tribe, Roy. That, that's how that yeah. works. No, I mean like I blood. Mean, I mean, yes. I mean, we're mo- from most a finite population pool. Yeah. Like direct. Hey, like hey Reus. Reus. Hey, Reus. What was your mom's name again? Bioka. No shit. Bioka. Yeah, what? Neat. What a good name. Dylan comes back eating a loaf of bread. Did Did you happen to know Bioka? She around? No, I, like I told you, my mother went to the mountain two years ago. That's too bad. How'd she do? She do well. Of course, she's a fine. She's a fine guy. That's My true. My mother was a, was a saint. Bruce, did you happen to know that she was also in Griffinport? Yeah, Why are you guys talking about my wife? Roger walks up. Would you guys like some bread? Roger, you were also married oh, to Dylan, her. Dylan, you can't I eat just the scoring out. stone before deliberations are done. Yeah. I just found out that Bruce was married to her. Oh yeah, I was. And Bruce pulls out of his pocket a little linen satchel and uh, pours out some broken leather pieces into his hand. But uh, that marriage ended a long time ago. Yeah. And he presents them to you as if it's supposed to mean something, which to you, it probably doesn't. Dylan nods like he knows. Roger Roger nods like, yeah, we we know. We knew. I knew. I knew Sakir. I knew. I knew Bilka. Maybe we should do. Maybe we should do this in private. Then then you also know that you're Eskimo bros. No, what's what's an Eskimo? It doesn't it's matter because elf. it's not in uh, game. No, snow elves. <laughs> There's snow elf bros. Hey, who do you present these things to? Uh, you. Okay, I'm good. Er, I'm you seem gonna... so fucking interested. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna go, what are these? They're a marriage band. A bo- band of bonding. So, uh, you, you know how you're all about uh, pacts and all that, right? You fae folk? Yes, of course. Well, yeah, I'm a we, fan. uh, yeah. we take our pacts uh, of marriage a little different, like, see... It's, uh, when you get married, we each make one of these bands, and you tie it on your body real tight-like, and, uh, you each care for each other's band, and the care you take for your band represents the commitment and the care to your relationship, and if that band ever breaks, it means that, uh, that relationship, it it broke with it, because the, uh, the love and the attention that it needed to continue to thrive wasn't there. So whose band broke first? Uh... Well, I mean, the, I guess whoever had the slightly lower quality cut of leather on the band. I mean, when Bioka left, I wasn't caring for her. She wasn't caring for mine. So, so it didn't break down because of the band, your marriage. Well, no. The, this is just a symbol of it breaking down. Oh no. It, well, yeah. Maybe we they're, should. They're kind of one and the same. Not. Yeah. We don't, we, there ain't a lot of private business around here. Is this, so the the band thing is like a tradition. Yes, it's like a. It's like the humans use wedding rings, Roy. But instead of being a piece of metal that just perpetuates itself forever, ours are perpetuated by our commitment to each other. So they're representative. So is it also a tradition to keep it once it's been broken? Uh, no, I'm weird. <laughs> uh, so this is this is a, a, just a quick question. Curiosity leads me to ask. So there are two ways for your marriage to give me a second. <laughs> uh, Krim sneezed and that is the most horrifying thing we have ever seen before <laughs> I nominate that was in character like explode out <laughs> eye sockets get yes. wide it's, uh, he had an allergic reaction to the idea of a pact that can willfully be broken 
<laughs> Everybody explodes. Anyways. <laughs> Pixie dust falls around him. <laughs> um, wow. So, oh, fuck, where was I saying? Two ways America's oh, yeah. end. So there are two ways this could this could be ended. You either your band breaks, which signifies you are no longer taking care of it, therefore not your marriage, or you willfully leave. Just to be clear, correct? Well, y- yes and no. See, when you leave, you're not caring for the band anymore. So, uh, when the band breaks, you ain't married no more. Uh, also, you gotta, you gotta remember, uh, when Bioka left, our, uh, our daughter was dead, and I was, uh, I was dead. I was supposed to be in that jail rest of my days, so there was nothing for her there. That is beyond fair. I, R- Roger just, just a pure curiosity. Um, Mr. Grimm? Yes? N- now would be the time to ask about that gestation period question. Oh, uh... How long do, uh, Goliaths take to gestate? To what? How to be long born? Do you, how long how do you long hold are... the child within you before they are born? Mm, yes, that's the, the, yeah, in layman's terms. Yes, I, I understood where you're going, Grim. Yeah, of course. The shaman and Denier are arguing, and he just leans over, One year! One year? How long ago did you go to prison? About 40 years. How, um, how long... Was she here before he was you born? You guys are dancing around something. You want to say something? Yeah, was she pregnant? Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, no, fuck that. I'm going to stop dancing around it. Are you his son? Nope. He's Roger's Re- Re- son. Yeah, Rhea's good. No, Roger's my dad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Biologically, not... I understand what you're saying, What the fuck's but biologically? Blood. Uh, what does that mean? Maybe. We're saying when matter. she got here, was she already pregnant? He looks at Roger. Yes. Roger goes. Roger. Hard to tell. What does it matter? We take kind of slow about it. it. It clearly doesn't mean much to y'all. Yeah, no. He, so, he so raised Roy, me. He's my I'm dad. Gonna, this whole thing's real uncomfortable, but I just want to tell you something. That, that's my boy Roger over there. He, he's an old friend of mine, and uh, I want you to know that... Uh, that you're asking my buddies, I know. <laughs> but uh, he points serious. His mom, his, his mama, she was... She was beautiful, and, and uh, if, if she did come here pregnant, she wouldn't have been much long pregnant, because we didn't know nothing, and uh, I uh, I guarantee that Roger over there got to business quick enough that uh, nobody would have noticed nothing. And, Roger uh, why doesn't it say matter? shit, but he, but he just puts his fist up for a bump. I bump. <laughs> he looks at you, because he was aiming it at Bruce, and just goes, alright. <laughs> Listen, I just, I didn't want to leave you hanging. Uh, it's clear that yeah. you guys are okay with this situation, but yeah, it's, it's not. Fine. It's but it's not at all weird that like it, you are very clearly his dad. Well, well, why? Why would? What? I, yeah. Why, why would that be weird? I mean, Roger raised Honestly, him. I don't. Hey, I don't. Hey, Roger looks at, at at Roy. He's like, "Ain't you his son?" And he points at Secure. He points at Bruce. Yeah, uh, we were just asking more for scientific and like personal information. Like that's my dad, and points at. Bruce is like, and no one can tell me otherwise. Then what the fuck are we talking about here? I, I don't, he, people want to know information, I think, was basically the end of it. Yeah, Roy, what, what's up, Roy? Grim, I get where you're coming from, you curious little bitch. Uh, Roy, what's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. That was the best way to describe Grim. <laughs> and Bruce, Bruce kneels down on one knee. What, what's on your, what's on your mind, Roy? What, what's got you? 
in the background, Grim is just going, well, I mean, also, maybe you want to know that you have blood family, you know, legacy or some shit. I don't know. I don't. Mortals care more about this shit than I ever did. <laughs> Grim mutters to himself. To, to actually kind of piggyback off of that, uh, I mean, I mean, you thought you didn't have any more actual, like, blood family or children or anything like that. It, it doesn't change anything that you suddenly have oh. a son. Oh, y'all don't get it. That you didn't it. know about. Y'all don't get it at all. Clearly not. Okay, I, I see. No, nah, Roy, I always had family. I, I always had this tribe out here that I could come back to. I lost my daughter, the, the person. I love my daughter because I grew up with her. I raised her. I, I taught her how to be who she was. She was my life and my blood. More than just my blood. Rius, he, he might be my blood. He might not be. I mean, if he is my blood... He throws side eyes at uh, Roger. I guess he'll be a bit better at playing stone, but, uh, you know. Oh, man. Oh. Both Reyes and Roger are just shaking their head and not, they don't say shit, but they're just like, oh, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not here trying to, like, tear Reyes and Roger apart or anything. It just seems like it would be a big deal if you found out you had a son you didn't know about. Well, he wasn't my son, Roy. I spent more time caring for and raising y'all lot than I did with Reyes. Rius is just another man of my tribe, just like Roger is. Bruce, I think what Roy is trying to say is we, we just want you happy. I am. I is. Look at okay. this. We got cake. We got that crazy old fucker. And he points over at uh, Denier. <laughs> Actually, you and Denier broke the cake. Grim silently and cake. quietly leans into Rius and goes, As you get old, take special care of your mind. Losing it may run in your family. Oh my god. You just bad news, ain't you? What an awful thing just to lean in and whisper, by the way. What the fuck is this? God damn. Fucking fucking Grim. Grim doesn't have any tact. I know, I I love it. Grim does. He does have tact. quality, apparently. I I absolutely love Grim for that shit. But it's like, oh god. Just Rhea's just shaking his head and staring down at you like, god damn, man. I mean, genuinely, that Grim thinks that's the gentlemanly thing to do. Give him a heads up. Yeah, no, no this it, isn't no, him no, taunting solid. someone. It's okay. solid. It's just timing. <laughs> <laughs> what, what better time than now? We've we've made it abundantly clear that Grim does not understand uh, time. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Dylan uh, suddenly has a cigarette in his mouth and holding a beer and just says, "Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, sure, uh, man. Thanks. Y- y'all got any more questions, or we clear that up for you? Yeah. Y- your family is, uh, your family's who you make it. We, uh... Oh, clear. We, we care about blood, but it's the blood of our people. It's not my blood, his blood, your blood. It's, it's our people's blood. It's how we affect the world, how we perpetuate ourselves forward, how we take care of our own. Whoever those are. So I take care of you lot. Y'all are my own. It's I didn't birth of- none of you. Doesn't mean I want to see you dead. Hmm. What an interesting point of view your people have. I get it. Ophelia does turn to Grim, and everybody can see her. And is like, I mean, Faye! Jesus Bruce fuck! tries to spear Ophelia. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 right no. through her and, and into a, like a little pile on the ground behind her because she's completely incorporeal. Uh, Bruce, it's me, Ophelia. We've met. I don't understand, Bruce. (laughs) Dylan's got his hands on his knees, like holding it, like just breathing, like Jesus. It it still scares me too. 
fuck. Avil, Avil turns to Grib and she says, What would we know of blood ties? Every one of our children is adopted. Oh, stolen? You're absolutely right. It depends on the point of view, yes. Stolen first and then adopted. Okay. All right. Well, not always stolen, sometimes offered. And then she kind of tilts her head and not really always adopted. Sometimes they're just left to fend for themselves. Ne- um, never mind, guys. Um, it's it's one of our fae. My, my uh, bad. Uh, uh, we're going to put a bell enchantment on her when she appears. I'm just <laughs> saying, just like wind chimes. It'll be lovely. Just tinkle, 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 tinkle. Yeah, just, it'll be nice. You're not wrong, Avil. Of course. We, Fay, know full well what they're talking about. Blood means very little to nothing. Only when it is spilled. To us. Exactly. But I have begun to ask questions because these mortals typically don't see things like we do. And he turns to all of the Goliaths and goes, I find it interesting that you have a more fae-like perspective on family. How quaint. I actually very much appreciate your questions into mortal life, Mr. Grimm. Hey, Rhys. Remember when I said I was going to fuck your mom? <laughs> I guess I did. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Uh, you're, you're about up to your knees from trying to tackle Avil when he hits you again, just right in the chest <laughs> to drive you to the ground. Roll with this advantage because he catches you, catches, catches you coming up. Probably not going to be lower than a three. Shit. Yep, that's, that's a... That's a what am I rolling? Is it strength? Is it 13? Yeah, it's a strength or athletics or whatever. He 13. rolled like a six, but I'm going to say you guys go down again. <laughs> uh, Jay, I was about to say Dylan helps Bruce up, so. <laughs> Bruce I, I yells for the pile of Goliath for the am second I right, time Roger? today. And just keeps beating on. For the second time today, Dylan, you go down under a pile of two Goliaths. No! <laughs> uh, the. The shaman steps up. Reyes, Reyes, this is not a way for you to be comporting yourself, man. We're supposed to be turning you into our, our chieftain today uh, before Denier leaves. You mind pretending you got some decorum? Let me up! Yeah, help the little one up. <laughs> Do I still have my belt? Do I still have that belt again? I am up. Uh, they uh, would have asked, they, they would have asked <laughs> for it back. Did you try to keep it? Roy, no, if they, if they asked for it back, they gave it back. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's gentlemanly to get Roy, something Roy back. Roy said a solid fucking joke. <laughs> I missed it. He's like, uh, when they said help the little one up, Roy's like, I'm up. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all are all little ones. Uh, Dylan's crawling out from under the pile. Jesus fucking fuck. Hey, so, um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask a a play question, uh, for RP's sake. Uh, I've already used my telekinesis once today and I unfortunately can only use it once. If we're like actually doing it, what do you want to do? Could I do it again just to lift everybody up and back onto their feet? Yeah. Yes. Cool. So like when, <laughs> man, the other option yeah. was Bruce pulling a dick move and helping Rius up and be like, "I help the little one up." Oh. Oh. You just saved his dignity. Oh. So so Grim. I'm starting to think I dodged a bullet. <laughs> Graham puts his hand out and he and uh, he casts telekinesis and he lifts everybody who was in a pile on the ground up to their feet, including Dylan. Dylan's probably and upside down being lifted. 
from the tackle. Grimms is like, wait, Dylan, wait. Dylan, Dylan, stop squirming. Stop squirming. Just I, I'm not, calm down. I'm going to put I, you the right... If you just... I, uh, can you... Uh, I don't like flying. <laughs> He's doing the cat thing. Uh, <laughs> my center of gravity. Oh, my God. I, love I keep trying thing. to flip him back onto uh, his feet, but uh, he just moves uh, enough uh, that it's difficult. It, it is the no. same thing that got him stuck in a tree just a few little while ago. He's trying to correct things. Let me, let me, let me just... No, stop moving. You're moving with me. It, stop it. Roger reaches up and grabs you by one foot and just says, Hey, man, trust in your friend. He's helping Don't dangle you. me. Oh, sorry. I'm not going to dangle you. So, sorry, sorry. And he Flashbacks. just kind of rotates you forcefully. He says, Calm down. Sorry, I've been dangled before. And then I put everybody back down, and then I cast Unseen Servant, and the Unseen Servant goes and dusts everybody off. <laughs> well, you're fucking better uh, to have around than we thought. At least from the waist down, because, you know, Goliaths. Dylan looks like Dylan looks like a cat that just got out of the rain, just shaking a little. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Uh, so so yeah, let's uh let's let's finish up this last little thing. Um, everybody's here, and a bunch of the Goliaths go, "Hey, all right, Rius is uh well, he's a little young, but we lost a lot of our young, a lot of our old, our, our old. Uh, he is our youngest <laughs> Goliath of age. Everybody good with him being chief." Yep. Everybody goes, yeah, and that's yep. it. Dylan's in the crowd, yeah, yeah, and that's just it. a ton of giant Reyes. dudes, and then Dylan. <laughs> Reyes, you're in charge. That's is that's uh, it. Uh, yep, is that's there it. a nays section of this, or is just the eyes have it right away? I'm just curious. Uh, you didn't hear a single nay. Oh, just nay, just like that. What? Huh? what? The, Reyes turns to you. Why? I don't know. I just felt like it. Well, that's not Rius, good. Rius gets in your face, and uh, the shaman steps in front of Rius, and he's like, Rius, a member of our tribe has voiced a dissenting opinion. Oh, no. Grim. Ooh, yes? Uh, tell Rius why you say no. Hmm. Well, to be honest, just to offer another opinion, just to offer a, a second side, I think no one should go unchallenged. But if you want a real reason... Oh, He's the youngest. What? What gives him the right? Oh, uh, Rius, uh, Rut and Roger—they're kind of—they kind of look at each other and laugh. Uh, we don't let old people make decisions around here. Yeah, it's—it's it's not the old folks' future, Grim. Huh? We done our living. We done our part. Is that true? They were already young once. They led. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Ideal. What about experience? I mean, he's still 40 years old. Uh, 40 years old, as you and I both know, is a drop in a large bucket. And as you and I both know, the butterfly only lives about a week. 40 years for a butterfly is your eternity to me, Grim. Oh, uh, Roy, you want some popcorn? Fair. The shaman uh, says forward. I'm you okay, asked thank what's you. the difference between us and okay, no This is one where the difference actually isn't that far away. He is the youngest and strongest in the tribe, Grim. Oh, he's the strongest. And the youngest. They kind of well, go hand I don't hand. know. I don't know if he's the strongest. Stop it. just scratches the back of his head like an asshole. <laughs> oh, look, it's waggling. You and, see, you see why we don't let old he... people make decisions around here? That's fair. Bruce raises his hand. So do you have a competition to prove that you're the strongest? We just played Stone a few days ago. Several, several contests. You kind of interrupted the final one, but it had already been decided before you got here. So... He has won the right by being the strongest and apparently the youngest. 
Well, it's not necessarily the youngest. It's, it's like a range. There's some he people the youngest, that uh, get nominated. the youngest adult. This is the most the, Goliath shit ever. We're deliberating an election. Yeah. <laughs> the youngest, the strongest Wait, hold on. Are we adult. still deliberating my election? Because I thought that we were done here. Popcorn? So he's the youngest, strongest adult, and therefore gets the right to rule. Is uh, given. Well, I mean, they voted. Uh, gets, is given. It's the same thing. He got it. Yes. Well, no, because we've had him. young, strong lads before that uh, we didn't vote for. Absolutely, but he still gets it. Roger says, we've also had young, strong men who we wanted to vote for, but left. And a bunch of the old men all sort of side-eye Bruce. What's up, Roy? Well, I guess that answers my question. Well, does he want it? it is, is, does he have a choice? I guess he could leave, couldn't he? He could also just turn it down. He could be a nay. I... Huh. You could nay yourself? Why not? I'm intrigued. If the rest of my tribe's gonna turn to me and ask me to lead them, and I'm gonna say no, no, then I don't deserve to lead, do I? Plus, That is fair. Plus, if you say nay, that's an Astrodad copyright infringement, and we're gonna be talking later. Now, now, Grim, one thing that uh, we Goliaths do that's pretty divergent from a lot of folk is, like I said... Our blood concern is our tribe, and Rius, uh-huh. as nominee, is just a member of our tribe. Rius, as our leader, is just a member of our tribe. It's like with us and Dylan. If it comes to it, we need a man to say the end of it. We go to Dylan. But it's the tribe works together. We're all one vote. Ain't nobody got more votes, otherwise it don't work. That's how you Roger, get kings and shit. Roger uh, kind of steps up. The, the easiest way to, I think, explain it to you is Rius is the undisputed leader of this tribe, and he has our okay to say so. You ever been married? Okay. Uh, no. It's, mm. it's such it, a It's like being married. Marriage. You're the head of the household right up until your wife says no. <laughs> this type of election is actually how the kingship of Griffinport should be, ruling for the people, not for yourself. Well, yeah. <sighs> at the moment Rius stops listening to us, he'll be a bad king. Bad chief. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And Lord knows I mean, if I'm still here, I'll beat his ass. He'll do don't it. You can try, old man! Oh, no. Don't get me wrong. I understand how leadership works in a lot of ways, as I've made apparent to some of you. Uh, I just wanted to know what, what qualified him. It appears as though he's got all the qualifications he needs. So my name means nothing. Well, would you like it, me to switch it to a it, yay? Your, your nay doesn't mean nothing, Grim, because like I said, you're part of my family, and that makes you part of our tribe. Huh. We, we we would appreciate if you did change your vote, but if you change your vote, it's not going to mean much. Uh, it, it, you have to. Do you agree or not? Changing well, your vote doesn't change your opinion. Fair. I now have a huge family, and I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, like long huge. story short, Rius has listened to you. And that is why, that is all the qualifications that we require in a, le- in a leader. Rius listens to us old people, but then makes the right call. Fair enough. You see, it's, uh, when, when I have myself a, a child, I take care of that child until that child gets older. And then when that child gets older, that child helps take care of me. And somewhere in the middle, it's like where we like to keep our chieftain. And knowing what it's like to be taken care of, but knowing what care needs to be given. Huh. Quite interesting. Also, I didn't expect to be a member. So, also interesting. Thank you for hearing me out, Rius. 
And for that, I agree. That is good enough to make you a leader. Someone who listens. That's important. Thank you. And he bows and he tips his hat, takes his hat all the way off. Rhea's had a lot of like nice shit said about him as how he listened, but he'd come up, come up to you kind of hard. But like he realized that he was also being taught a lesson there, and he just sort of like awkwardly goes, "Oh yeah, yeah that, thank thank you for giving me your opinion." And he like looks at Roger, and Roger nods at him, and he goes, and he smiles. <laughs> Grim smiles. Yeah. All the giant. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. He's wearing the face mask. It's still off-putting, but... Yeah. <laughs> the problem is you still feel his smile. That's that's oh, yeah. the problem. It's... Because <laughs> you feel Grim's smile. You feel Grim's Grim, Grim wink. Somebody walking over your grave. Uh, the shaman comes up to Bruce, so we did that. Now it's important. We need to get that eye out of you. Why? Because you know what it is. Yep. And uh, what you gonna do with it? Uh, I was thinking we'd give it to Denir. Take to the mountain. I don't... You... So you know how to take it out of his face? I know how to help him take it out of his face. Allegedly. Wait, uh, before, uh, you see Dylan's in his back. Wait, real quick. I wanna- Do you guys fish here? Not usually. Uh, wow. like spear fishing? Kind yeah, of landlocked. Like, do you guys go out on the water ever? Just <laughs> it, uh, asking. When we, when we happen to travel near a river, yeah, we'll eat some fish. Uh, we'll spear uh, fish. One, uh, one sec. And he reaches into his bag, sets it on the ground, and pulls out one of his two boats and goes, Here. Uh, as a gift for becoming chieftain. Uh, okay. Why Why am I getting gifts for being chieftain? I, I just wanted to celebrate you, and I wanted to give you something. Oh, yeah. oh shit. It's called an inauguration gift. Yeah, it, oh. it's, a, it, it's a little, I understand more my culture than yours, but I wanted to give it to you as oh. a sign of respect. Oh, well, well thanks, because honestly, this whole thing's just got me stressed out. It's nice. I, I just, yeah, this, sorry. I, I, I don't, okay. Yeah. It's... It's a gift you give to a newly minted king. Why? Yeah. I, I guess I guess they're under a lot of stress. Gift might help that, but why? why? It's uh, like tribute or something like that. Tribute for leadership. We, uh, because we don't they really treat... do none of that. Uh, you see, other mortals. This one's fun. I know this one. <laughs> other mortals. They treat the process of becoming a king as a celebration. Oh. So. Upon your kingly celebration, like in many versions of celebrations, if you're celebrating one or two people in particular, you give out gifts. Yeah. Weird. What I never got my mind around is why they don't celebrate ulcers, too. I, yeah, it's, it feels about the same, says Reese. <laughs> Dylan gives an awkward thumbs up and then just kind of slowly fades into the background of all the crowds as he, as he realizes he tried and... He's going to feel awkward for a minute. Uh, well, no, no, <laughs> hey, gap. hey, but Weird. I, I do appreciate the gift. I'm sorry. We, I just didn't expect it. Yeah, uh, his stealth roll, just, he fades. Oh, uh, where'd he go? <laughs> he, uh, he's good at that. Well, shit. He, he's around. Well, he, if okay. you got a piece to say, he'll hear it. Thanks. <laughs> There's like <laughs> 10 clients back. You see a thumbs up pop out and then disappear. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wasn't unappreciated. I just was really caught off guard. This is weird human shit. So, like, like, like I said, the, the shaman guy, there's a lot that you guys don't get about us, I know, but I've been putting it off for a long time trying to let y'all have a good time, but I'm, he's got the eye of Magog in his head. Gog Magog has touched him, and he, he needs help. I don't need no help, I'm fine. I, I feel if, the energy come of you, boy. If we're being honest, he's been helpful with the help of that thing in his head. We're in the middle of a war. Unfortunately. If, since you are family, if you have 
the ability to help, that would be great. Secure. Yep. What do you want me to do about that eye? Because I really don't. You may need it, and you may be heading into some things, but the last thing we need is even with your mind of strength from, and I'm sure you get from that artifact, if you lose that to some other giant, I, I can tell that you're handling it, but for how long? Things go my way till I get to the mountain. Okay, well, then... Always a chance they have... could not go my way, but uh, my plan is to take this with me. I already got it. Ain't no one been able to take it so far. Would you at least like the option to remove it yourself? Bruce has Cold War to... flashbacks to all the times of hold person, command, uh, charm, all that shit. I, um, I don't, no, I don't no. know. I I'm talking about mastering it. Dylan, oh. Dylan suddenly appears next to everyone. Bruce. Well. I, I, I think we should at least hear them out because I will be perfectly honest with you. There have been a couple times when the essence of Magog has taken over and to put it simply, it has scared the ever living shit out of me. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, he does that. Um, yeah. I ain't against. What do you mean by master it? I ain't against uh, learning more about it. But I, I can't in good conscience put this on one of my kin. I can't do that to Denier. Look at the well, crazy that, fucker. He already I, got enough he doing. <laughs> Denier is is still doing his victory dance over the fucking spiked bread loaf. Like he still he, he didn't even know we went into deliberations. Also, uh I'm still holding the bread loaf and munching on it. <laughs> yeah, Denier is just very out of touch. He's out of touch. <laughs> He's dancing over you then. He's followed you and the bread loaf and just dancing over you like you're the score. But the score hole. I am um, the score hole. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Dylan becomes what he always wanted to be. A score. Oh. And a loaf of bread. All Secure. at once. Secure. Man. I, I see that you are dead set on keeping it, but if you're going to keep it, then I think that you're going to need to unlock its full power and master the thing. The more control you have, the more powerful you'll be, the harder it'll be to take it from you. How about that? I love that idea. Do that, do that, do that. Personally, Bruce, I've seen how the eye affects you and I've seen the magic that it commands and I I would prefer if you gave it up because I don't want however long you have left because as you say you're an old man I don't want however long you have left to be rushed more than it has been with our adventure I uh I ain't shared this with none of y'all uh -oh. but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure if I made a made the choice this I wanted me to make, I wouldn't have to worry about dying. Oh, there's a good chance of that. Uh, I'm choosing it, because that's what we do. We choose our life. And uh, I know that uh, this I could extend my longevity, maybe indefinitely. And I know that fighting this thing in my head could kill me. But I feel like I got just about the best chance out of anybody, at least right now. Well... Bruce, no matter what you choose, know that I'll respect your decision and not try to force you to do anything else. Appreciate that, Dylan. Of course. Um, Grim leans over to the shaman. So, hold on. Stands on his tippy toes. Uh, <laughs> shaman, I'm not that shot. much shorter, but... <laughs> Is a good foot and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, so if the eye is making him stronger... Why is it that his mind is still going? The eye, Magog, is 
a piece of the deity figure, Magog. It represents a lot of his malice, hate, and as I told you before, giants tend to view Magog as the prime giant. He is the strongest, he is the meanest, he is everything that a lot of the more bestial giants subscribe to being. And that malice and hate is fueled by our darker halves as Goliaths. There is a piece of giant in us. We still are big and scary if we choose to be, but Goliaths in particular fight those urges. It is weird to me that, uh, that Sakir has gone so long with this eye and seems to be winning. It implies to me that either Bruce is incredibly strong or filled with enough anger that it can fuel Magog without Magog being upset. Which is scary in itself, because looking at your friend, Sakir, he don't look that angry. And those are the kind of angry people that scare me the most. <laughs> oh, I understand. Rest assured. Long story short, our boy Sakir could be a time bomb. He could become Magog any moment if he loses touch with what makes him him. And I want to give him the chance to come to terms with what makes him him so that he can be stronger than Magog. Oh, I fully support the idea of him being able to master that piece of deitic figure, as you put it, in his head. I think that you're absolutely right. And I look over at Bruce and I go, every possible advantage you can take, take it. I already said I wasn't averse to uh, learn to the master of the thing. That's good. Absolutely. I just, I just ain't, uh, I, I couldn't feel good dumping this on nobody. This ritual That's takes fair. time. Uh, I don't know how much, because I'm going to have to put y'all under. You guys have to go on a spirit quest together. Us too? You know what else takes time? And Bruce elbows uh, Rius. Stop it! Gestating? <laughs> what the and, like, fuck is gestation? <laughs> Dylan looks up as he's, like, about, like saying that to Rius. I go, stop, stop, don't do it. You're going to do it again. Bruce leads in real close. Cooking your mama dinner. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think you got to... Uh, you know what? As Chieftain Shaman, could you take these people into your shack and put them the fuck to sleep? Thank you very much. That's my first royal or chieftain decree. Please do the thing. Yeah. God damn it. Get uh, him out of my face. <laughs> all right, boy. Anyways, what do you mean we have to go under two? I think he's right. Let's go talk in the, in the, in, in my hut. Uh, lead the way. Dylan's definitely very curious. Motherfucker. <laughs> so, he's talking to Secure mainly, but a Grim too. Uh, you guys are gonna have to go on, well, Secure. I mean, I asked particularly. Too. Yeah, what? Roy, Roy actually was the one that <laughs> first asked. Yeah, oh, okay. Sorry. So, yeah, so you get to his hut, and he starts getting his herbs together, and he's, like, grinding some shit up, and he's getting out some, uh, so, some, like, incense bowls. It's like, so basically, it's, he's gotta go on a spirit walk. I'm gonna put him under with some some drug smoke, you know. Wow, straight up, huh? Free him, yeah. Like, what you think? I like? well, I've been direct this whole fucking time. <laughs> I mean, what fuck? We're gonna pa pass that bowl then. Like, like I said, I don't know if it's magic. It works. We're gonna put him under. It's gonna separate his mind and his spirit from his body. You know what? I'd like to be under. Wow, Stop. that dog. Reese isn't here. It, somebody shut him up. <laughs> Dylan pulls out a squirt bottle. I'll do it. Rius ain't even there. He's outside yelling. Uh, as I said, uh, uh, we should put him under before he drives Rius nuts. Uh, but <laughs> under. I can do it in such a way 
that he will go in alone and he will face the three challenges that he's going to need to come to grips with a lot of truths about himself and about his religion and about what makes him him and what makes giants giants and these things are connected. I can send him in alone where he can go up against our God alone or I can put the rest of you under and tie you all to his spirit. The way that'll go is you will go in there and you will be able to help guide him. However, you will be put on the spirit walk as well, which means that you will be forced to deal with things that make you you and what makes the journey that you're on and where it might be leading you. And it's hard to do this and you might get distracted, so it'll be hard for you to do it. The long and short is the choices and the answers you find won't really matter beyond his. The only one who really is getting anything out of this will be secure. You guys will just learn about yourselves. So if you fail, it'll be your own emotional damage, but you'll come out okay. Um, I know you may not, probably haven't done it with a group like this before, but like Grim... I don't do much failing. Grim is fey. Will this work mm. on him? And I'm like kind of fey? I, uh, I take my hat off and take my, my face off and go, yes, not normal. Not the moment you take your face to. off, he lifts his foot up and looks away from you like a mouse. Like, ah! <laughs> He's not really dead, but I checked. Oh, I am not dead. Don't Something I... I've had to say a lot more than I thought I'd have to say. He's not can immortal. You, can you ingest things? He can't. Of sorts, it. yes. Ooh, look yeah. at me, I'm grim, I like tea. And Bruce picks up a, uh, a cup off of the off the nightstand and mimics pouring it into his eye socket and spinning around in a circle with his pinky out and his, his other left hand up in the air. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Roy, you do this one better. Roy, do, do the thing. Uh maybe later. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm very I'm sorry, Bruce. I'm extremely curious about this. Like what's gonna like if I have some Aww, like is You know fun. What happens to like Avil? Is she just gonna like kick it here the whole time? I don't know what it's going to do to your friend Grim here, but he does have a body, and if he can absorb the smokes, then I think it'll work. It, it, it's about spirit and body. I don't think that, oh, yeah. it, that I can send your spirit, but I do not think you will take a veal with you. It's a I real weird situation smoke. y'all got yourselves in. All around, you're weird. You're, you're, you're right. telling me. I don't think that a veal will go with you because it is your spirit walk. Even if she goes on a walk, it'll be her own. But I don't even think she'll be on it because she can't ingest. Grim turns on his true sight and he looks over at, um, he looks down at Roy for the first time in a long time. He really, really looks at him and he goes, yes, his question is quite valid. I don't think he's the same as he was. I can ingest. Is that the only limitation? We will find out. I believe this is a journey of the souls, not really normal sleep. And also... And Dylan's already on the ground with a pillow and his teddy bear. You might want to find, like, a comfy spot. Well, he yeah, he's got the feeling for it. Uh, is the bear going to? Oh, who? Beauregard? I don't know. Can it, can I don't it think do, so. Can it smoke? Is you know who like, used to put like, me to sleep? Oh, God damn it. All right. You know what? He mixes it up a little faster. He throws it into a thing, and he just lights it, and then he just starts wafting it into Bruce's face. Great, great. We got a rush job. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I have one... I have one quick question. I'll tell you, you stupid sleep. Do you want our Roll help, Bruce? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm on the ground. 
Oh no! The shaman, so is Bruce now. The shaman looks at you and he says, "I tell you right now, he was gonna tell you no, and I'm telling you, need your help." Dylan scurries away from underneath. Well, you are an expert. Secure thinks he knew better than our whole damn tribe, and he left. He always thinks he knows better than everybody, and it gets him in trouble. Go help your friend. <laughs> and he blows uh, smoke in your enough. face, Grim. Uh, Grim does Rude. this thing where it looks like he's breathing in, and. <laughs> You don't see him ever look like he's breathing, but it circles around his bones as it goes straight through where lungs should be. Halloween prop. Roy shutters. How do you always make it weird? Grim doesn't even go into a sitting position. He doesn't bone pile, but you watch the dim little lights go out of his eyes. Oh my god, he is a Halloween prop now. Dylan puts a pillow against the sleeping Bruce and cuddles the teddy bear and waits for Push the turn. button, see what see what Grim co- or Grim prop says. The shaman's face appears in front of yours, Dylan. Comfortable. Yep. Beauregard and me are good. This guy said the same and name you, twice. This guy said the same name just, twice. This guy said the same name twice. <laughs> you, you, it's his own rule. He has to. <laughs> you you just hear that echoing into your sleep as you just completely zip out. <laughs> uh, and then talking and Roy, uh, you and Avil are left, and Avil just looks at you. Go ahead, Roy. I'll, I'll be here when you wake up. Isn't her soul tied to you? But Roy, make sure you don't leave her with your credit card. You don't want to see what the hell she racks you're up while you're asleep. out. both Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, are you ready? I, I, I nod to Veal, and then I nod to the shaman. And he just blows smoke in your face. Yeah, first, the first one never feels good, so... It's better than up your ass. <laughs> you, 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 you gotta cough to get off, and I pass out. <laughs> puff, puff, pass. As you the guys are all out. passing out, you hear him, you can hear his voice, like, disembodied, as you guys kind of disassociate from your bodies, and he's like, What comes yes. next will be three trials, oh, and on those three trials you will face the enemy within. I'll tell you what comes next. The first trial will be to figure out who you are. And uh, there's like this, the room as you saw it is like filled with smoke and it starts to swirl and go around in a big circle and you guys find yourself still not in a body. You are looking down at a tableau, a bunch of uh, people and figures below you. Uh, You see in this tableau, you're all viewing from the same viewpoint, a wagon overturned by a hulking giant. A family of halflings killed in the snow, a child crying over their bodies. Watching from above is a black cloaked monster hidden in a rock outcropping. Riding down a mountain pass comes a well-dressed warrior, seemingly to avenge the slain. You understand these things just, like, without understanding why. You, you are somebody on this battlefield, somebody in this scene, and there are things that you understand, but it's like a dream. There's like this disassociated quality. Uh, have you ever had a dream where you weren't in the body, but you were the person acting? Yep. It's like this. It's fucked. The aim of it, and Neat. this is the, the man, you can hear, still hear like the shaman kind of giving you these instructions. You have to figure out which one is you. Uh, and each round, you are all going to ask a question, and the rules to the questions is each player may ask one question about themselves, or make a DC 12 skill check to observe one of the characters in the story, or you may guess your, or you can choose to guess who you are. After everyone asks or guess, we continue the story, and I and I move the scene forward a little bit. The rules are: you don't get any descriptions. You see everything. You are not. You you can see everything, but you aren't perceiving anything from a perspective of any one of the characters. So you can't be like, "What do I look like?" Or you know, like 
you can't ask anything so specific, but you can ask about your own thoughts, feelings, or intentions toward any of the other characters. Like, how does um, my character think about the giant would be an example. Okay, are we going to roll initiative for this, or... We just don't need like to. I'm just trying let, to let's just take turns. Just trying to see if there's other. an order that yeah. we're gonna do. Just yeah. let when one person speaks, we the rest quiet down and stuff like that. I'm gonna say so, we don't okay. know how to do that. Yeah. Do you understand? It's the rules kind of the reason why. Yes. I think, I think so. so. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. I'm gonna go with Bruce last because the the premise is that the more information Bruce gets, and the more people you guess correctly will help. Or incorrectly, honestly, will help Bruce narrow down who he is, and Bruce is the only one who has to get it right to make things. Bruce is the dead parents laying in the snow. I got it. We can go home. Is that? Are you gonna guess like that? No. You said I go last. I did. I mean, you could jump the gun and just be like, "I do it. I do the thing." So let's start with. I'm just gonna go in the circle that I have here on my on my screen. Uh, Roy. Fuck. Did not want to go first. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. If somebody knows what they want to ask or do. So basically, um, your skill checks don't matter. If you want to say, like, I want to roll insight on one of these characters, or I want to get another piece of the story, I'd have you roll perception, too, is the other thing you can do, rather than ask a direct question. I'm going to give you fucking vague-ass answers, though, too, so it's going to be I a think, struggle. I think I have a vague enough question to roll with the game, and that will give you an ability to add, uh, answer sure. very vaguely. Yeah, let, let's see if this game that I've created works at all, so go ahead I'll, and do that. I'll go first, then. <laughs> I'll go first, then Roy can if he wants. Um, yeah, if you've already got one. I mean, shit. Yeah. Do I have blood on my hands? Like I said, you can't ask a direct description because you can't look at your own hands. You can see everyone's I thought hands. That was, I thought that was metaphorical. Uh, oh, okay. Do you feel guilty? Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. Um, I, I meant to ask that metaphorically, but now I realize why that would have been taken literally, and that's <laughs> my bad. You do. Okay. Who's next? You said I can make a, a and, and just, just DC clear, 12. Uh, you asked if you have blood on your hands. The answer is you do. I'm not going to even go into guilt. Uh, I, know, I know. That wasn't the question you asked. So just so, I know. Just so I didn't make that cloudy. No, that's okay. Okay, I got you. go ahead. You said I can make a perception check. Is that about anything spe- specifically or about the whole thing? Uh, you'd have to pick a thing to focus on, so to speak. To like, you're I like, want to focus on the well-dressed. You. I want to focus on the well-dressed warrior. Okay. Uh, roll me a perception check. I made it. I hit 12 on the dot, and that's before I added anything right. to it. Uh, you focus on this warrior. This warrior looks like they are dressed like a guard, maybe a captain of the guard. He's well-dressed, almost noble-like. He looks like a position of being in charge, and he looks as though he is uh, riding out with intent. He, 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 he is coming to battle. Okay. Roy, do you want to give it a shot? Yeah, sure. I'm obviously going to stare at the halfling staring at the dead family. <laughs> do, uh, I, do you want to just roll perception on it, or uh, or insight? If I roll right now, do I get to ask a question still? No, you want to. You other. choose one. I, I, basically, you rolling. I, I I get to give you just a little more detail to the scene. If you ask a direct question, I will like directly answer it to a point. But the questions are very like you have to ask specifically. I put limits on the questions of intent, thought, or feelings. Uh, I, I stare at this uh, at this halfling child, and I uh, I guess I look up to the sh- to I guess where I imagine the shaman is talking over us. Uh, as you look around, it is just sort of the swirling mass of smoke makes the edges of the scene like it only exists, and the the echoes of his voice are the only thing you see of him. You can't see any, you can't see the shaman. Why me? Okay. Uh, what do you mean by the question? 
Like, what, 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 what is Roy? Vague saying? gets vague, bitch. Yeah, vague <laughs> question, vague, vague answer. Yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> why? I think me? that's what he intended. Kinda, yeah. In in respect of the halfling child, why me? Well, okay, he's he's assuming he's the halfling child now. Uh, that, so that doesn't. Work. Well, no, yeah. I, I think he's asking. I'm asking, like, obviously, I see a parallel there, but <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to answer you with because it's a vague question. Yeah. And I'm not sure. So, like, so Roy, are you trying to internalize it a little bit more, putting more Roy in the scene than I'm? Maybe. Okay. Oh, Is bitch. Roy, Roy's trying to use his spirit walk to do something extra. Uh, oh, bitch! It's about what I've been waiting for. I'm not, no, I'll, it's it's I, very I'm, much. I, it's, it's very much going back to when I asked Avil why. I, why do I have to do this? Why is it you me? Got one shot, one opportunity. Yes. <laughs> Uh, your what? answer back is an answer to who you are on the field and to Roy. Both. I'm going to try to give it the response. Because you chose it and it is who you are. Ugh, what an answer. What a fucking Bruce. Answer. What's everyone's favorite number? Nine four. <laughs> I, I, answered, I answered honestly, nine. <laughs> Thirteen actually for me. Six. Not four. I actually really like four. <laughs> and let's Jay do things. No, I, I always like four. Go ahead. What do you think? Um, that's a perception for a total of seven. So I failed my perception what on the cart. Oh, on the, the cart. cart. Uh, the cart. The only. I'll give you just the bare minimum. It was recently overturned. It's a cart. It's yeah, upside it's down. It, it's it's like a it's like a wagon cart. Like people rode in it. You know, to travel somewhere. But nothing important, nothing useful, really, other than me fleshing out that a little bit more. I'll give you, like, something, just because you focused on that aspect of the scene, but you don't get any action, so to speak. All right, so everyone's gone. Make me roll fucking dice for important information. Mm-hmm. Bruce is the cart. Fuck it. This is how my dice going to play it. <laughs> yeah. The rider rides down, surrounding the giant. He draws his weapon as the giant pounds its chest and roars in defiance. Behind the giant, the halfling child does not move. He just keeps staring at the ground. Next round of questions. Uh, when are we supposed to guess? Because you said every round. Uh, you, that is, you can guess at any point. Oh, but you it's, it's instead thing. of your question. Can we guess only about who we are? You are guessing yourself. Yeah. Okay. But the sooner you guys guess, uh, I'll let you know. It takes a player off the board for Bruce to choose. So the more you guys can guess, the quick, the easier it'll be for him. Shaman's like, you should go help Bruce. Then Shaman's like, ha, 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 Bruce, it's more difficult now. <laughs> uh, no, J- no. Because the easier. people would have been there, but you would have had nothing to go on. Uh, Jeff, how about, uh, can you lead off? Because I'm trying to think of one. I'm, I'm yeah, thinking. I got it. Okay. Um, you said there was a figure off of the distance observing, right? Yeah, a cloaked figure hiding in a cropping of rock that no one sees. I want to look at him. I rolled, I hit the 12 on the dot again, ironically. Okay. Uh, as you peer at him, you can see beneath the shadows of the robes is this bestial uh, figure that almost looks like it is made of bones. It looks like it has some sort of rat or canine face. It reminds you a lot of who you once were, but long ago. Okay. And it is watching everything with a hunger. Is it me? It's not your turn to ask. (laughs) Okay, fair. I I think I got one. Fair. Uh, And oh, I'll lay this out. It's the person you are now, according to what you've roleplayed and, to be fair, the DM's perspective. So, like, what you represented going into this vision quest, okay? Before you make that's, your guess. It'll be my last warning. Yeah. Because, yeah, it would be obvious for that one to be you, wouldn't it? 
Yeah, that would be obvious. Now I <laughs> now I now I begin to question it. Alright, that's my last that's my last time. I wonder who's me. Anyways. Um Am I alone? Take that as you will, Jay. No, I I also have to check which one I made you, so I always have to think about it. You've been alone for a long time. Okay. Lol the whole party. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to... Like, I think I have a general read of the situation, like, looking-wise, but I'm trying to, like, narrow. And every time we push forward, too, I'm going to give you a little bit more piece of the puzzle, so... Because the the scene plays out. But you only have so many rounds. You guys will have to guess within the next two questions. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll Perception on the Dead. Okay. What'd you roll? There's a 12 plus 2. They, uh... They were not crushed. They seem to have been savaged by something with teeth or fangs. Okay. Bruce? I'm just glaring at my dice. Uh-huh. I know how this goes. I mean, goes. like I said, you can just ask a more direct question to get an answer if you're worried that your dice are going to fail you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to trust the dice. I left. That's why I'm kind of avoiding my dice, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Yeah, but the answers yeah. I give you are decidedly like important, like vague on purpose. That's why the dice yeah. roll can technically give you something more concrete. I like riddles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that this is gonna be fun. Uh, why am I here? Suck on that one, DM. Why are you here? Forty-two. Because that's me, right? Like my role in this scene. It's because. Right? Because the people you love brought you here. Still feeling like Bruce is the cart. <laughs> I, I'm starting. I I'm mean, st- we've set a precedent with Bruce yeah. and carts. I'm just saying. <laughs> His true self, a cart. All right. Uh, Transformers. Bruce is just a cart. The giant moves to attack the man. Or sorry, there's supposed to be another man with the guy. Uh, the giant moves to attack the man. He reaches for a hunk of the wagon, ripping it off to use as a weapon. Uh, as he does it, the cart shifts several feet, showing blood beneath the wreckage. The man moves to attack. Everything pauses again. Ask your questions. So are we able, before I ask questions, are we able to discuss what we think with a party real quick? Uh, to a certain extent, mm, no. What? So we have to do this without communicating with each other what our thoughts are. Uh, I just want to make sure I understand the rules. We like all know the, the way I understand it, we all know the information as is revealed, but we can't, like, deliberate, right? You have what this is your last chance to ask a question. I will let you guys deliberate at the very end. Oh, okay. Does that work? Uh, so before we Right before you guys are forced to make a choice. Okay. Yeah. Anybody ready to ask a question? Uh God, absolutely nothing, bro. <laughs> I think I got Cuz I am. I think I got one. Okay. Am I protecting something? Yes. You've been okay. protecting something since you got here. Got it. Am I the well-dressed warrior. A noble like Dylan, forced to make a quick choice. Yes, you are. The warrior disappears from the story. Okay, that's what I thought. That's good. Who's next? Uh, I believe Roy. I can only ask who I am, right? Yes, yes. you're only guessing yourself. Am I the watcher? Something that looks like Grimm's old self, vicious and untouched. The watcher disappears. Yeah, you were. Okay, everything's still lining up with what I thought. I'm very happy right now. Yep, I'm <laughs> fucked. All right. Uh, I mean, no, you're not. If they all get it, there's only one for you to choose. They did exactly what they were here to do. Fuck you, Jay. I, th- <laughs> I think I know. I, yeah, I that lined up so well. I'm so happy. I think I might be on it. Okay, uh, you already did your question, though, so Bruce has yeah. to do a question or guess. Well, I would recommend you not guess, but if he's... I feel as though Jay's interpretation of these characters is different because that is not where I would have put Roy. 
Roy was actually a tough one to play, so and I'll be honest about that. I, I, that's what of all of them, I thought that was the best fitting. Real talk, I was one hundred percent sure that Roy was the giant. What do you want to do? I want more information, but I know my dice won't give it to me. Ask me question. So I'm trying to figure out how to avoid that. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got it narrowed down. You're either the giant or the halfling, so what do you want to know? so happy about the, the, that this caused this much deliberation. I legit Don't thought that things just cut off real bad, and I wasn't sure if I could yeah, hear right? you guys anymore. No, no, I was pretty sure I had a read of the situation, but I am no longer confident in that, because Jay has a different read of the situation than I do. So A little bit. It's a perspective based on our actions, not who we see ourselves. Yeah, it is. Yes, but I would have placed it differently. Well, if you knew exactly who you were going into this, you wouldn't be on a vision quest, right? And sometimes the actions show aspects of yourself that you don't see. It is the other people's choices that confused me. Not Grim, actually. Grim makes sense. Yeah, uh, Roy. No, Roy yeah. threw me the fuck off. Like, like a lot. I, I kind of understood, especially going back and listening to some well, of the older stuff. It made, I, I understood why Jay did. No, yeah. I, I get it. Not the direction I would have taken, though. Not for who you are now. Roy okay. has changed a lot in a very short period of time. Some of this was written just, like, a little while ago, so... Yeah. Let's let's continue, though. So, Bruce. Yeah, make your guess. Oh, shit, is it me? It's you, Brian. We're waiting on you. Time. We had a long pause because you were thinking... I, I was hoping that I could pawn that off on someone else and get more time. <laughs> uh, if I'm you not, want to, you don't I'm have to. I'm not going to bullshit you. Hey, if you want to, you don't have to. You can trust in Randall to make the right call here. Oh god, I, just... I need to fucking figure this shit out. <laughs> Fuck. Ow! <laughs> you dick! Just gonna go ahead and put out there that he did choose you as leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Who's the real person that makes poor choice? Oh, I hurt myself again. <laughs> and bear in mind, some of these things is what would Bruce be thinking right now? So the questions you ask Randall are hurt you himself in and confusion. the character in the, yeah. in the scene, Thank you know, you so... No, I get friendly. you. So you can narrow it down I... to like, how do I feel about somebody, you know? How? Mm. Jay hurted me. There's, there's a cognitive break here that causes difficulty. How do I feel about the cart? Brother. <laughs> you have a weird urge to carry it. <laughs> Take it everywhere with you. It'll be useful eventually. You're strangely defensive of the cart. Uh, even though you do know that it, it successfully did the job it needed to do to save you. So what happens, because the scene plays out before the last round. Right? Okay, so the last thing that happens is, <laughs> well, it changed a little bit, because a, a couple of people went away. Uh, the man goes to charge on his horse and then puffs out of view. The giant uh, kind of reacts to the disappearing and steps backward. It looks as though he's about to fall on the halfling. You must choose now. Um, Dylan pauses looks at it carefully and says something that he's never really said before. Am I the monster? Dylan confronted as a monster. Almost trampling the one beneath him suddenly disappears. Fuck, am I the dead parent, the dead kid, or the live kid? <laughs> Bruce is the cart. Bruce is the cart. That's one failure. Bruce is the, not the cart. <laughs> Alright. Alright. I'm sick of you. 
Hey, that's that's a fair guys. assumption because I almost thought I was the cart. The cart is not a person. <laughs> you didn't How, say I had to be a person. You said, "What are you in the scene?" Oh my God. He uh, gave Dylan, us four roles of yes, Bruce, Bruce chose. If you choose F. the cart, you can you can willingly make that joke for a failure, and I respect that. Or you can choose the only the only living person left in the scene. I don't. Halfling <laughs> alone in the snow. A halfling uh. whose family is gone through through no fault of their own, and they are resentful, but dealing with it. Alright. Beneath, beneath the cart are two dead wolves that the giant took the cart onto to kill. I'm gonna go against my better judgment and I'm going to say I want to say cart so bad. The halfling. <laughs> <laughs> the swirling smoke gathers and coalesces and goes into the halfling and through God the damn smoke, it, it was the cart! No, it was, this, it was the halfling. You guys find yourself in the next scene. Of the uh, cart. Of the cart. Real quick, though, I love that uh, Jay gave these very introspective analysis of like the characters and what they represent. And then when I said, "Am I the monster?" He's like, "Dylan confronted as a monster. It disappears." Moving on. So, and as I said, though, you guys were the things that you thought you were going into this. Uh, you guys didn't really question what the halfling is, and it probably would have explained a lot for Bruce. But the halfling was not afraid. The half the the child was just. Dealing with. I didn't think I could ask how the halfling felt. You could have you said asked we could ask how feelings. we felt. How yeah. do I feel? How do I feel? Well, that doesn't tell me what the halfling feels. If, that, you're I mean, the but, halfling. but by feeling out one of the feelings on the field, you could learn something. Oh. I don't know which one it would be. Yeah, I mean, but I asked three my three questions. questions. To narrow it down. My dice betrayed one of them entirely, and uh... if one of us had decided to look and rolled correctly, he would have been like the halfling looks unafraid. Yeah. So there are ways to figure it out. You guys did great, and it sold my point that Bruce would have been in trouble had he tried to figure it out on his own. So I think that I'm happy with the way it played. So <laughs> before I was like, I'm the watcher. Before I figured that out, I was about to ask if this was my fault. Oh, it was. Cool. Didn't wasn't expecting that answer, but okay. <laughs> The, the hunter was egging on a pack that mauled your family. Uh, uh, here's, here, here, I'll tell the story because I think it, it needs to be on the show. As you guys swirl through, you know what happened here. As you guys go into the next trial, you realize that a family of halflings traveling through a dangerous mountain pass during an ice storm was attacked by a group of wolves. A group of wolves being egged on by the spirit of the hunt. Spirit of the hunt that just needs hunting. It needs to be there. It needs to do what it's here to do. It doesn't generally think about what brought it here. It just knows that it needs to be done. Roy represents that because up until recently, he's just sort of been along for the ride. He knows that he needs to help by killing things. And it's only recently that him and Avil have learned how to bring that in line with the rest of the party. Continuing forward, the giant arrived and found a halfling that was about to be attacked by two wolves in the snow and charged forward, knocking Nicardo onto the two wolves, squashing them immediately. Uh, a nearby guard arrives, uh, only seeing a giant, and knows that just instinctually that the correct uh, course of action is to attack the monster, who he perceives. Dylan thinks himself of a monster, but he also thinks that he's misunderstood, so Dylan is the giant. The one riding in last minute to fix a mess that seems simple on the outside is Grim, but he is fine. He's going to either make the wrong call or figure out that it's more complicated in the end. How'd I do? That was spicy. <laughs> I did that entirely differently. See, here's how I would go. Oh, God. Fuck, up. Fuck you. We're moving forward. No, no <laughs> the, uh, the giant in the pass. The, uh, not bad. Just to answer his question. <laughs> the giant in the pass has the biggest dick, 
and is obviously Roy. Well, you didn't Roy. ask me how big the dick nope. was. No, so it is obviously is Roy. The Watcher is Dylan, because even the best Noble's books don't have this kind of action. <laughs> I, I asked who you are, that. not what you're into. If it was going to be what was oh. Dylan into, there'd be so much kink going on in this scene. <laughs> we got like tentacles and weird shit and handcuffs and hugs. It's odd. Smoke is replaced by fire. I'm referencing the date list, you dick. You guys find yourself a battlefield in chaos. Above is a rent in the sky and a hurricane of lost souls. The honored dead pour forth to take away the slain. All is aflame, and through it all a horrible wailing, like reality is crying to be released from its pain. You all stand as yourselves, again, back to back in the center of the maelstrom. Around you a war wages out. Through the soldiers you see glimpse of familiar enemies. In your heart, you know that one of these enemies is the one that opposes everything you fight for in your life. Everything you have striven to build, your adversary. The one who has truly set himself against you. Which do you go for? And uh, as you guys look through the field, uh, on a hill, uh, commanding a troop of soldiers, you see Will and Bennett. Dylan's father shouting orders and continuing the fight. On another hill, dark and horned, you see the original aspect of Azazel that you met when you made your pact. There is no doubting the king of demons. Uh, on another hill, defending the deuce, who seems unimportant, is Brandon. And then there is another figure that none of you really recognize, a man in a wide-brimmed hat who stands unaffected by the maelstrom smiling. He's dressed in all dark clothes, and he has nondescript features. So, uh, this one's very simple. You guys can actually pick the same enemy, if you think that's your enemy. Uh, but this person is, once again, this is basically the, the, the even more distant voice of the shaman telling you that you have to And you guys can pick the same one. One of you might be wrong, but you can all act like that's your nemesis and gang up on them. Uh, and uh, snap to it. Who would you go to meet on the battlefield? to go first. The man in the wide-brimmed hat. We don't get to ask any questions? Nope. I'm also going to go for the man in the wide-brimmed hat. <sighs> Give me the list one more time. Uh, it is Will and Bennett. It is the man in the wide-brimmed hat. It is Zazel, and it is Brandon. Oh my god, it's Chuck. Chuck. Okay. <laughs> Who the fuck is Brandon? <laughs> Palace Guard. Palace Guard. Okay. Palace Guard from a long Captain time ago. I think we answered uh, which one isn't Roy's. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably, uh, it's, it might be a fair guess. This is still metaphorical, right? And once again, this might be a clue for the future, but these are people who have just actively worked against what you're trying to do. Not necessarily the people you think are your enemy. So, Grim chose the man with the white bird hat. Why did you choose Hold on, him? can I pick somebody in our group? I didn't, dis- uh, I didn't describe that, but you could. That's get, hilarious. I'm about to get, <laughs> I'm about to get actually stabbed. <laughs> Um, Grim, you chose the man in the wide room hat. Why did you choose him? Because of all the people that stand in my way, those, the rest of them are obvious, but also inconsequential. For Grim especially, he could avoid all of them. But this one he you don't know. He doesn't have, but this one I don't know. Okay. Dylan. Dylan, at first, takes a step towards Willen, then hesitates, looks at his hazel, and then he looks to Brandon, and he's going to head towards Brandon. You guys are just learning me too much. Roy. I go for Willen. Okay. Uh, Bruce, do you follow any of them? Homie, I was the first one to yeah, respond. He, he oh, said, well, what, what did he say? He went with... Man, I, I answered before Grim did. Okay, yeah. you, you went for the man in the wide brim hat. No. Yes. 
No, okay, you and Grim both run forward, and as you reach it, Grim tackles this man to the ground, and you are left alone. You got it wrong. Grim disappears. It's gonna be one failure for secure. Roy, you I'm also not sure what go I'm to doing tackle. here. You're picking the person who has actually stopped you from completing anything you've ever tried to do in your life. Oh, I thought you meant like, mm, okay. The, your, your true nemesis, the person who works against you. Uh, as Roy tries to tackle Will and Bennett, Will and Bennett disappears and Roy tackles the dirt. He's guessed wrong. And uh, Dylan runs forward and tackles Brandon straight into the dirt, and they both disappear. That's what I thought. Uh, nice bait, nice bait, though. As, <laughs> as Grim tackles the storyteller, you guys all move into the next bit. But Grim... You get sucked out of this for a second, and you're standing in front of this man you've never seen, and you realize that he's got that he's got fae-like features. Hello, Grim. It's nice oh. to finally meet you. My name's Storyteller. Best voice you've ever done. <sighs> you're one of the potentials, one of the springs. It is a pleasure, Grim Tipson's hat. How are you here? I've always been here. I've been watching everything you've been doing for quite some time. Alright. That is fair. What? Is it? Is it fair to watch? Sure. Is it fair to assume that you could have been watching? Absolutely. So, you're my enemy in this, according to this vision. Uh, It's I'm your enemy because I work against everything you are trying to accomplish. What are you trying to accomplish? Do you mean... I'm trying to restore the worlds. Hmm. You're also trying to figure out who took your power. Ah, yes, of course. I I am trying to figure out. I took your power. Why? What a douche. Because it brought you where you needed to be. How come I've never seen you before? I live in the place between Fae and the real world. I represent a length. A lot of what makes Fae Fae is stories, children's stories. That's how mortals know us, and... Whether they know it or not, they can affect what we are. And I have, because of my niche, the ability to manipulate those stories. I manipulated your story. How was my story supposed to go? You were supposed to stay in autumn, and you would have died in a war. (laughs) Well, then I guess I have you to thank. Ask me what you want to ask me. Why couldn't I take my power? Because I manipulated your story. You no longer know who you are. Part of being Faye is understanding oneself. You've changed, and you don't know it. You haven't accepted that fact. By accepting hmm. that fact, you will become strong again. Change for Faye is only say. a bad thing when they don't go into it. If Faye changes, they are no longer themselves, and we treat that as a death. But if you embrace the change, you can become just as powerful as you. All I have to do is acknowledge that I'm changing. You also have to understand how you change. Huh. You gonna give me any hints, storyteller? No. Because that wouldn't make a good story, now would it? So do you actually want the mantle? I am the worst choice for the mantle. I am far worse than anything else that you've come across, and if you give me the mantle, it will end badly for you in particular. (laughs) It's not a threat, it's just the truth. I appreciate your candor. Means that I have a lot in front of me, but I don't have to tell you, do I? No, not at all. I already know. I appreciate the opportunity to confront you. I once would have attacked you like an animal. Mm -hmm. But now, you're not worth it. You're not going 
to give me the satisfaction. Not in the same way. Hmm. I think you're well on your way to figuring yourself out. I just thought we might have this conversation. Because the next step's for you to figure yourself out and fix everything. It seems that way, doesn't it? I hope so. Try to lead you down this path to where you need to be. If I did it wrong, then I'm sorry. Sometimes writing is difficult. <laughs> oh my god, a DM is actually a character. <laughs> yes, sometimes writing is difficult. Leading isn't as easy as telling someone where they need to be. I'm familiar. I think you. Because at the end, you saved my life. And maybe, if everything goes right, I'll save the rest of ours. Either way, it'll be a good story. I'm, I regret to inform you that I do not actually care. I just want to liven things up a little bit by throwing you in the mix. <laughs> uh, that's why you're a bad choice then, isn't it? Exactly. Your victory or defeat means very little to me. Only how entertaining it will be in the end. Fair. Well, then you're not much different than Baba, are ya? Oh, hardly. Baba wants you to be victorious. I do not. I do not <laughs> care. Fair. Well, I guess I should discover just how I've changed and accept it soon. Because this story is quickly reaching its climax, isn't it, oh. storyteller? Oh, I hope so. Hey, tavern goers. Thanks again for joining us for another adventure on Torchlit Tavern. Hopefully you've been listening to us leading up to Arc 4, but if not, you can always go back to our beginning, or, if you are less inclined, I have provided a summary of the story so far at the beginning of episode 50. If you are looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Podbean, or any of your preferred podcasting services. Please continue to share, like, and most importantly rate us on whatever your preferred service may be. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you truly love our show and want to go above and beyond our dreams, you can support us on Patreon at Patreon backslash Torchlit Tavern, where we can reward you with bonus content, including blooper episodes, additional lore, or bonus episodes. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com or visit our website at torchlittavern.com. We also can be found on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching Torchlit Tavern. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. You can find Ryan at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. You can find Jeff at Big underscore J underscore the bad man on Twitter. And you can find Randall on Instagram at Argo Omega. Additional music used in this episode was from Incomputech.com, used under the Creative Commons license. The songs used were Spatial Harvest, March of the Mind, Unnatural Situation, and Infidos by Kevin McLeod. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Feck your warlock, dear. You know who else quickly reached the climax? Oh my god. <laughs> That's the end of the episode! <laughs>